All right, so set the scene. Sad people. They're sitting in probably like the, the little park area because it's free. And they're, they're all sitting there. They're, they're getting hungry, even though these are just digital bodies. And they, they're waiting on someone to come back with gold. Someone just like their hand, their, their fingers like drawing shapes in, on the ground, just like uh, completely defeated. It's just like, when is, are they coming back? It's been so long. We spent all our money immediately. It's just got to be like weird brain impulses. Like, we aren't actually hungry, right? Tell that to my brain because I'm starving. What are we going to do? When's your sister coming back? Uh, let's see. What? What does it, it mean when they're offline? Isn't, isn't that when... You can't get offline. Like, you can't leave unless you're dead. Yeah. No, 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 they're really strong. They they couldn't die. What? They they were supposed to bring back money. They were supposed, they were supposed to get food. How are we supposed to eat? What are we supposed to do? They can't die. We're going to have to leave. Can, you, can we starve in here? I don't want to find out. We don't even have enough money for an inn. We have to sleep outside. We're going to have to. I don't know. What if those skeletons come back? I don't think they, they... they were dragging people off. That one person just, like, made a light. Like, they got dragged off twice. Well, the guards still are just standing there and limp. Someone else has to go into the into the dungeon. Well, obviously it should be you. You. Why me? You, it was your sister. Your sister failed. You have to go <laughs> fix it. Fix it. I had a family member die from this. You should go in there. You didn't even help the first fight. I, I didn't know what I was doing. I, did, I picked this weird class. All I had to do was just have this little loot. Who are you going to... I'm a support class. I can't go by myself. I'm squishy. I want to go down there. I got like 12 HP. Yeah. Can... Think we can eat people? Hmm. That's what we'll end up. I think that was going to come out of my mouth. It's only taken us, what, nine episodes to get to cannibalism? <laughs> yeah, impromptu cannibalism! Alright. Everything is edible. Even people are edible. But that is, <laughs> but that is frowned upon in societies. <laughs> yeah, well, some would say. Welcome back to another episode of Carcosa Online. Just a footnote, we don't condone cannibalism. Alright, let's go ahead and dive into this Pathfinder adventure. I am your GM for the evening. My name is Lucas. My pronouns are he, him. Marquise. Hi everybody, I'm Marquise. Sometimes known online as Barty Time, your internet ex-boyfriend who also does not condone cannibalism. Uh, don't eat people. I won't finish that sentence, because um, <laughs> nothing appropriate is going to be said. I'm playing Akihiko, the Catboy Magus, who 
is super happy to be here. Both of us are he, him. Aubrey. Hello, I am Aubrey. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Mad Queen Cosplay. Uh, and I am playing Nissa, your local gunstigator and medical person and smart person most of the time. And we both use Sheer. And Cassie. Hi everybody, I'm Cassie. Uh, you can find me as Awesome Hylian on social media. I am playing Morrigan, our resident Talarian monk. And just a reminder, uh, friends are people are friends, not <laughs> food. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, Shen has not been eaten by the party. Now you, you're all probably sitting there going, "Wait, it's been a bit." Where's Shen? Shen's still playing the same basketball game. <laughs> Don't worry. Basketball games, they just go for forever. You know, I don't know. Very very long Multiple days. (laughs) Shen is playing a different kind of basketball. It's that, like, Thunderdome basketball where only one player gets to come out and, you know, it's a whole team of, like, 24. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're playing it with uh, baseball rules where it's seven games. Yeah. So. All right. So where we last left you, you had all left the tavern after speaking with the completely normal mayor. You accepted a quest for some lovely chompers, and you're off to go find the captain of the guard, Kirk. You went down onto the first floor of the dungeon and went to some runes where you were looking around through these that's just broken, decrepit town. You found a tent that was set up with a fire that had just finished burning out. You saw that there were six dead bodies. After sneaking forward investigating, you had looked at the bodies, determined that they had been poisoned. And at that time, Akihiko had found some tracks in the ground by some creature that had pointed feet. And then these sounds of spider hisses sound off as you all turn around and there are some spiders that are crawling out of the uh, out of the trees around you and one of them coming out of the tent. Everyone roll me initiative. Mm. All right, 15 for me. 17. 25 for me. Ooh. And the spiders are going at 21. All right. So we start with Nisla. You look up and you see there is a spider that is dropping out of a tree right by Morgan. You see there is another one that is coming just out of the tent near you, and another one that is a lot further away coming out of another tree. What would you like to do? I will start off with asking, are these connected to the the lead I'm investigating right now? Somewhat. I mean, these spiders killed these people here, yeah. so it's possible, and these people are where you've been led to yeah. from the, the quest. So I guess, yeah. Yeah, I was asking, so if um, my device stratagem is a free action, if they are. Yeah, I'll say they are. Okay. I will start off with devising a stratagem. I will do it against uh, the one that is right next to Morrigan. I'll do my known weakness with that as well. So I'll make a, a recall knowledge check. What skill would be good? Uh, definitely nature. Nature? Okay. What is a 19? Looking at these spiders, information flooding through your mind, you are determining that these spiders, they definitely are poisonous, and they seem to be immune to any sort of mind-affecting. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, what comes to mind. And then I, I rolled my uh, my roll for devise a stratagem and got a nat, nat 20. Nice. Nice! Which is, uh, I believe, a 28 total to shoot this spider. Yeah, it hits. 
All right, so your first die is maxed out, and then you just roll your second. And that is going to be uh, 20 damage total. So you explode this spider right near Morgan. You just turn this quick flash as the pistol goes off. The spider is looking like it's just mid-leap, and you just shoot it out of the air. And I will use um, my second action to reload my gun, and my third action to, in my other hand, I've gun in one hand, and I'll have parasol sword in the other. So we go from Nisla to these spiders. One of the spiders shrieks out, jumping towards Akihiko, as it starts just trying to bite down. Uh, 16. Does that hit? Misses. Misses. And it's going in for another one. 15. Misses. Also misses. The spider is biting and you're just sort of bashing it back with your staff as it <laughs> keeps trying to come towards you. The other one just starts barreling in your direction this way. So he uses all three of his actions just to move forward. And that's about as far as they can make it. The spider you recognize in front of Akihiko does look larger and more dangerous compared to the other one. That, the one that you shot and the one in front of you, Nisla, are the same species. So it, that's what you recognize right away. And we go to Akihiko. Akihiko does not like the fact there is a big spider on top of him um, and would like to remove it from his presence. First things first, uh, he again kind of spins his staff, um, the runes going uh, up along it so that he can cast magic weapon, and is going to go into arcane cascade, and that will be his turn as the magic of transmutation floods over him, kind of just surrounding him in this like pale whitish light in the shape of like a cat. Mm. Uh, and he just sits into a ready stance. And we go to Morgan. I think we're going to move over to the spider next to Nisla. And I am going to uh, flurry of blows this. So I'm going to roll for attack on both of those and we can figure out damage. So that is a 22 for the first. That's a hit. And a 19 for the second. That's a hit. Three on the first one, two on the second one. So five damage. Five damage in total? Oh, five, six, seven, that's nine. Nine damage. So you just start stomping down on this spider, and just like the guts are spraying everywhere as you kill it. And you all look over at the other one that is just sort of trying to chomp towards Akiko. And it goes to Nisla. I will use my first action to uh, free action devise a stratagem get a 19 so I am going to spend one move action to put this spider into flank and then lash out at it with my sword cane or sword parasol in this case so I'm guessing a 19 hits yes so it'll be 9 damage so you stab right into the spider as it squeals out but it is still alive this Green ichor is just leaking down to the ground, sizzling a little bit. Actually, no, that's only two actions. Do I take... Uh, you know what? I'll just attempt to shoot it with my last action. Sure. That is a 17. That's a hit. That's a hit. Woo! Four, three damage. You shoot off one of its leg. It's still up, though. Yep. Because this thing is just shrieking and spasming. 
Uh, it goes to its turn, and it turns towards you, Nisla, trying to bite at you. So the first is a miss with a 12. Yep, that's not going to hit. Do this one. A 20. 20 will hit. And then mm. the last one, a 14. 14's not going to hit. So it tries. It's trying to snap at you. It's one leg off, as it's it's you know just a little thrown off, and one of these bites just land right on your thigh. <laughs> you are taking poison. I need a fortitude saving throw from you, DC fourteen. That is going to be a nineteen. And you take five points of damage just from the bite itself. So this, you feel that there's something wrong going on with your leg. It's, it's coursing into you, but your your body just fights it off as it goes to Akihiko. Right. The uh, the spirit of the cat uh, overtakes him as he casts Gouging Claw through his staff. And I will try and reroll that, because that was a natural four on the die. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> what did you get in total? It was a natural two for a grand total of, I believe, 10. Oh no, unfortunately. Wow, uh, with his lax action, we'll just try and make a regular attack. Good lord. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> Another natural two. Oof. For a total of five. <laughs> if you would've got one lower, it would've been an issue. <laughs> so if you are just like you try this fantastic spell you feel the power flowing through you the cat clouds rake out and you just completely miss just slashing into this tent beside you leaving this large hole and you get mad and you just try to swing your staff down and it just hits down into the ground nowhere near the spiders you're thrown off a little bit by your own weight and it goes to Mori uh okay I mean yeah let's just surround the spider office space this uh this spider yeah so we're gonna go there um and then let's see okay just for funsies because i want to try this out this session uh i'm gonna use my second action to go into tiger stance (gasps) what's that do Woo! this uh lets me make uh, tiger claw attacks as long as I'm in the stance and each of my attacks if it hits has 1d8 of slashing damage oh, rather nice. than a d6 of bludgeoning damage if I get a critical success then on top of dealing the normal damage the target will take 1d4 of persistent bleed damage oh, mm. alright here we go we're gonna Try and slash at the spider with my raven claws. Didn't want to go for crane. <laughs> <laughs> it's two on the nose or on the beak. And that is a twenty-one. Yeah, it's a hit. Okay, excellent. This is my first time using my D eight in this, and that is a three. <laughs> so you you bring this claw down and end this <laughs> this poor spider suffering. As the the three of you are just stomping down onto the spider, the last of its life just leaks out. Two of two of them, two of them were stomping upon <laughs> this thing. One person as Akihiko is frantically flailing. The ah, staff. spiders! 
It is that scene from Office Space, right? Like, you have to pull Akihiko away from the spider. Like, it's done. It's done. Die, die, die. I hate them. They're disgusting. I know, I know, I know. You slay these spiders as you're all looking up at one another. There's a bit of spider ichor that's on each of you. And you all hear barking. But it's not aggressive barking. It's like happy barking. Puppy? As there is a dog coming your way. A dog? Doge? And this dog has a sword on its back. <gasps> it has a little bit of like armor plating as it's running towards all of you. A little side bag. And what's weird is it has a player tag over its head. Oh my gosh! Who's a good boy? You see, its name is Dan Dan Noodles. <gasps> and it's just so excited to see all of you. It's just doing that little noodling. Akihiko <laughs> goes over and grabs uh, his kimono and puts it back on. Um, and just like, Please tell me we're not just going to immediately trust the dog. It's too late. Morgan is already (laughs) approaching the dog. Yeah, it's happy. It's, you know, pets, attention, all that good stuff. It it is there for it. Please tell me, like, as Morgan is over there, could you verify whether or not it can talk? Wait, never mind. Akihiko has beast speech. (laughs) (laughs) I should be able to talk to the dog. I think, like, there's like a bunch of meowing that just starts happening from Akihiko. It's just like Dan Dan Noodles. Meow, meow, meow. Yeah. Exciting. Are you a person? I'm so excited. You're not a person. I'm hungry. You're hungry. But are you a, pl- you're a person, right? Like you're a person out there. I'm a good boy. Did someone hook their dog up to this game? Akihiko's going to say, I think someone, I think someone might've hooked their dog into the game. Well, it's our dog now. Yeah. Dan <laughs> Dan Noodles is our good boy now. Okay, let's let's cool it with the whole, like, pet claiming. Maybe we should uh, just see what the, the dog can do. We don't want to get attached to it in case it dies. I mean, it, it's a pet. It doesn't have to be useful. And it's just there, you know, like, you're, you're scratching on top of its head and its eyes are closing as it's just wiggling its body. How big is this dog? Uh, it's like a medium-sized dog, right? Like, it's like a medium-sized breed. So it's not super big, but it's got, like, this this uh, sword on its back and stuff like that. And it's like it has equipment. Okay, I don't... I, so I don't know. Medium medium size feels vague and subjective. I'm just, how about this? As a medium-sized, hollow-boned bird person, can I ride the dog? No, I, I would say, like, a good example for, like, the size of this dog would be... It's, like, the size of, like, a lab. Like, uh, it's, like, smaller than a German Shepherd. Mm-hmm. But, you mm-hmm. know, it's... I want to ride the dog. You're too big to ride the dog. <laughs> a goblin or a halfling, probably for sure. But the the dog just seems excited, and, like, it picks up a leg off the spider and, like, rips it off, and it just kind of lays down and just starts chewing on it while it's staring at all of you. And he will, like he was just saying, Beast Beast, don't you eat dead things? I love eating dead things. Stop that. Are you <laughs> capable of wielding that sword? Yeah. Okay. I can wield the sharp stick. Okay, well, you're going to... And I can fetch, and I can sit, and I can roll over. Mm. Can, can we see what the, what their class is? Uh, they're a fighter. 
I mean, that checks out. Excellent. So I, uh, I know that we can't necessarily hear what Akihiko's conversation is with this dog, but it's leading me to believe that the dog, by necessity, will be Akihiko's dog, and the rest of us will just spoil the dog. Mm-hmm. Akihiko will keep reprimanding, like, no, down, that. <sighs> okay. Dan Dan. Dan Dan. Do you have a an owner? A a dad or a mom or a parent? Family, yeah. Yeah, where are they? They're at home. Did they come in here with you? I can't smell home. Yeah, yeah, buddy. You're you're somewhere else. They just start whining. They kind of slump down, their ears go down. Uh I can go like Smith Dan Dan Noodles said. Yeah, Morgan is just gonna like swivel her head around to look at Akihiko. You're making Dandan sad! And Akihiko just like glares at Morgan and like snaps at Dandan, like, Dandan, up! We're going. And they they give the classic dog huff as they slowly get up and they, they shake to have their armor sit comfortably. Let's go! I want to check out the, the tent uh, before we before we leave. Yeah. Yeah, so give me an investigation. Investigation. Uh, you mean perception? Oh, sorry, perception. 5e mind. That's valid. Oh, that is a 19. 24. Right. And I can do all the stuff outside of battle, apparently. <laughs> Despite being a martial class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have 4, 2, 2. <laughs> oh my goodness. Also, like, small aside, I, like... Kudos to the engineers of Carcosa Online for, like, their equipment being able to recognize that the helmet's on a non-human and then make that avatar in-game. If, in fact, Dan Dan Noodles is a real dog. Well, uh, ST3v3 would have helped. Probably just cheerfully been like, you're a dog! <laughs> like, I'm a dog! Here's a dog! <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> it's like, I bite things! Fighter! Off you go! <laughs> and they just send him on in. I love that. Yeah, the only other option is someone's really into pet play. Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole new level to can you pet the dog. I am the dog. <laughs> you are looking through the remains of this camp, and you manage to find three vials of acid and one alchemist fire. Giving all of that to Nisla. Okay. Uh, I'd gotten a 15 on the survival. Did I catch any tracks? Yes, you did find some tracks that were leading outward, and you saw like there was like, a body that was dragged, so it's it's not too hard to follow. And it looks like it's leading away from the ruins of the town and more into the forest itself. I guess we're following that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So Dan Dan Noodles is tagging along. It would actually be difficult to make them go away. As you you're all, <laughs> you're traveling through, and the the walk itself is fairly calm. You're going through. You're you're following like a very clear like you know brush has been moved aside, uh, branches have been snapped as you're going through, and you see like there's these very clear markers. You even like check the side quest for you know, lovely chompers. And you see that it's been updated, like the camp, uh, all the people there that you're supposed to meet have been slain. There are spiders following these tracks, and like it's showing like on the map where you're going. And you're you're following along for some time. It just as you're you're going, the the landscape slowly starts changing a little bit, a little more rocky on the ground. 
Uh, make me another survival as you're you're going through here to try to keep the trail. Is this from all of us? Yeah, everyone can roll. Um, yeah, I'm not doing so great. It's a nine for me. Four. Survival is like one of the three skills I'm not trained in. Oh. A thirteen for me. All right, so Morgan is <laughs> keeping on this. Those bird eyes find the tracks again as you're you're all going through and it, like i said before it's getting a little more rocky as you're you're traveling through this this patch of woods and opens up into this large clearing where there is this somewhat of a chasm that you have to stretch there looks like there was a rope bridge at one point but it did snap and fall down so the chasm itself is about 20 feet across and it looks like the rope bridge itself was cut very very recently Okay, well, so like cut in half so that like two sides are dangling or cut so like there's one piece of rope going across the, the, the way. It looks like they, they cut both the ropes on one side, like on mm -hmm. the other side, and then so the rest of the ropeage just kind of fell towards your side. Gotcha. Uh, well, uh, Akiko starts taking out his rope and looks the others and like, you got rope? I have wings. I don't need rope. You don't need rope. I think I have rope. And Akiko's just kind of like lasso up and toss it to the other side, trying to hit one of those the posts that the, the bridge was on. Sure. Uh, just make me arranged. Fifteen. So you you try a few times, and finally, like the third time you do it, you manage to snag onto one of the posts as you, you pull it, and it pulls tight. And then I'm going to tie it to the other post to basically make, like, a little walkway and then look to Nisla. <laughs> I will try to do something similar. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, roll arranged. That's a 12. So it takes you a few more times, and at, at one point you're you're ready to give up, and the last time you throw it, it snags on there as you pull it tight. And the dog's just excited. Every time you're throwing it, it goes to, like, chase the rope, but then it stops at the edge and then looks back, like, dejected. You pull the rope back, and, like, every time you're throwing it, uh, now you, you have it all set up. Akihiko is going to test the structural integrity of his rope by standing on it. All right. Well, acrobatics is a thing in Pathfinder. Mm -hmm. All right, roll me that. Uh, 15. You, you get up on this rope, and like before, it takes a couple times, but like you, you do eventually find your balance as you're, you're standing on this rope. And it feels like, you know, if nobody had cut the rope before, it seems like this was probably a sturdy way to go uh, when the bridge was here before. And he just kind of like holds his staff out as his like counterbalance as he just begins to walk across. All right. So Akiko starts going across. How about the rest of you? I uh, do my best to follow with my own rope. All right. Roll me acrobatics. I am going to use a hero point on that. I don't want to <laughs> live. I don't want to. I don't want to live with a 10. That's much better. That's a 19 total. 19. Yeah, you you go across with ease. I can fly over. My question is about Dan Dan. Is he going to be able to get over by himself? So it is remarkable as I rolled an 18. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> Dan will be fine. They, they go up and there's a couple times that they just, you know, eat dirt. As they, you know, they're trying to copy and they're falling down. But then eventually they do go and they... They're on it, and all four, you know, like, they're they're slowly going forward, and their tail is, like, you know, it starts wagging, they get excited, then they have to stop, and then keep their tail straight as they, they go. But you, you fly across with ease. This is nothing to you as you, you know, you land on the other side, and 
now all four of you are on the other edge. Like, well, there's 25 feet of rope gone. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> somewhat of an aside, nobody asked me to put their rope around the posts for them. I was wondering about that. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta train. <laughs> okay, we gotta train as if you're not here, right? If you get whisked away, we have to be capable of doing these things without you as our resident flyer. I honestly just forgot that you flew. I like that the the concern is that we'll be whisked away like loon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. like, like at any time, like you have to be prepared that any one of us could be whisked away by screaming. Reverse skeletons. Reverse skeletons that are having existential yes. crises. Or, or a crowd of drunkards. That too. It's just these bad government ads. Have you talked to your children about being whisked away by skeletons? <laughs> it's skelly boys. <laughs> more and more people are being taken away by skelly boys. This is the real threat this Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> skelly boys versus uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> so much screaming. 10,000 skelly boys against one Michael Myers. Who will win? Skelly boys. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just start, keep on walking. Well, hopefully yeah. find the trail again and keep on walking towards it. Mm. You you do find the trail quite quickly after that. And you're you're on your way again. And there's a few other like things that you're coming across. Sometimes like, you know, there's, there's like these uh, somewhat steep cliffs that you have to, you know, maneuver up a little bit. And there's, you know, you get back into like a bit of a bog that you have to go through and there's more mosquitoes than it's the worst. But eventually you do make it to this entrance of this cave. Cool. Cave. Somebody's in there. Oh boy. Boy, oh boy. Looking at the two of my compatriots, and also Dandan. 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 Dark vision, dark vision, dark vision. Yep. Dark vision. Looks at Dandan. Says in B-speak. Can you see in the dark? Kind of. I can smell. Akiko's gonna take, like, uh, a bit of rope out and just, like, tie it around Dandan's neck and hand it to... Morrigan, as she is the most enamored with Dan Dan, seems outwardly enamored. <laughs> and just will say, I'm going to go ahead of you all and see what I can see and report back. Just like walk in 15, 30 seconds after me and then kind of keep a little ways away. Mm. Unless you hear me scream, then run. Away? In. Run in. <laughs> Could be getting eaten alive by teeth. Ugh. <laughs> teeth. Ugh. Dan Dan and I will will rush in if we hear you scream. <laughs> and I think Akiko gets down on like one knee and like stares Dan Dan in the face and just like actually looks at like the stats of Dan Dan. <laughs> How many HP does he? What HP does he have? Oh, Dan Dan noodles. Yeah. Let me check their HP. Because I imagine they may actually be the most HP-laden person here. <laughs> what a sturdy boy. They inadvertently kept leveling themselves up. They're just, you know, chasing after. They see one monster, they go chase it. <laughs> see another, they go chase it. Yeah, they have uh, 30 HP. Oh, yeah. They probably have more than the other two, right? I have 32 now that I'm level 2. Oh, nice. I have 28. Okay. His AC must be a little higher then, maybe. Uh, 18. Mm, nope. Uh, still looks at Dan Dan Doodles and say, 
you are killing machine. If you hear screaming or smell bad guys, you take sharp stick and you end them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Akiko goes ahead and starts sneaking ahead. Greetings there, travelers. It's me, Wing of a Gimbal, famous Nambad, and welcome back to the Inn of the Seven Dice, dear travelers. It always feels like so long. I know it's only a few weeks, but it always feels like I haven't spoken to all of you in forever. Oh, dear travelers, the winters are setting in in numerous worlds that I travel to, and it's just... It affects these old gnome bones. I like to think that I'm still youthful and spry, but you know, things catch up to you. It's always the knees that are first to go, and the upper back, and all that good stuff. Oh, what joys it is to age. Anyways, travelers, other than me, how have you all been? Uh-huh. Three cars. They did donuts. In the air, through one another, they were vibrating so quickly, they were able to pass through one another. Well, that's incredible, travelers. What happened to the people in... Liquefied. Oh, dear travelers, I think you might have just witnessed something uh, a little horrifying and maybe just never talk about it again. All right, well, that's good. Always lovely catching up with you. But, dear travelers, it has been an absolute treat. I do hope you're enjoying the new styles that we are bringing to... Escaping Carcosa, if you are listening to the audio version, head on over to the YouTubes and see what's going on with the combat. I think you'll like the artwork. It's pretty neat. I'm pretty proud of it. You can go check that out. But dear travelers, we have some messages that are actually coming to us through the Spotify. Now I know I told everyone, hey, you can head on over to the Spotify and send us messages. Well, guess what? People have been sending us messages through there, so let me go grab one of them. This is from Cross Layer. Brilliant! Exclamation mark. The Escaping Catcosa storyline is a well-made story with much variety in player interpretations. As far as a story game goes, in podcast form, this is well-structured and enjoyable listening. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're enjoying it. And, dear travelers, if you want to send us the messages through the Spotify, you can do that on your mobile device. It should be there on each episode. You should be able to respond, and we can actually publish your responses on there. So go ahead, dear travelers, head on over there. And don't forget to leave those stars, dear traveler. All right. Well, I'm excited because this radio has been shooting out popcorn out of the wire like nuts lately. An enjoyable treat, but let's see what it's got to say. Heading on over to the cursed radio, bringing us snacks and treats and nightmares. Everyone loves it. Welcome. 
Welcome to Goblets and Gaze. We are a Pathfinder 2E focused podcast that uploads every Wednesday. In our flagship show, Blood of Kings, you can listen as a gaggle of gays grows into heroes together, from their adventures hunting down a lost city to trying to open the Feywilds to save the magic of the world of Cyrene. You can also join us every Monday over on Nat20 Productions' Twitch channel for Wayward Arcadium, our very chaotic game set in a magical school. Listen as our cast tries to pass all of their classes while dealing with drama from all sides. You can find our shows anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all social media channels at Goblets and Gays. Join our Discord community and support us on Patreon for early episodes and special releases. And remember, eat your vegetables. Oh dear travelers, what an enjoyable ad. You know, for a moment, I almost saw a different reality where I was sitting in front of a few strange looking devices that were displaying images on them. And I was in front of, I know this might sound mad travelers, but it almost looked like a microphone. Oh, how strange, isn't it? Well. We'll just compartmentalize that and never talk about it ever again. Well, dear travelers, I hope you have been enjoying the tale today, and we are excited to hop back into this. Let us go see what's happening with some lovely little chumpers. I wish you best of luck out there in this strange, strange world, dear travelers. I bid you all adieu. You sneak into this cave. Uh, roll me a stealth. Twelve. So you're you're creeping in. Every so often you're kind of stepping on like bits of gravel and stuff. So you are making a little bit of sound, but not too much. But the first thing you notice right away <laughs> is that there are clusters of eggs on like the sides of the walls. As you're you're starting to go in there, and your eyes are very quickly adjusting to the dark it's very humid in here it has a bit of a smell you didn't smell it outside uh, unlike the dog uh, but right when you come in here it just sort of smells a bit of rot as just this waft hits you looking up ahead though you see there is a door that is glowing with all sorts of different colors on it okay he will turn on detect magic. Is it magic? There is definitely magic coming from that door. Okay. Uh, he's going to go get as close as possible. with. The, does the door seem to be moving? Does it seem to be alive? The colors are shifting and swirling, and as you're, you're approaching the door, this face forms on it. Oh, dear. It looks right at you. Oh, great. Another one. Um, Hi. Hello. What's your name? Oh wow! Now they're interested. I, I mean, fine. I don't, I don't have to be if you don't want me to be interested. Well, just everybody always comes through here, and they're always just let me pass, open up, and they always ask me to open up, and they never open up about themselves. How am I supposed to connect with other people? Would you like to know something about me? Yes. What would you like to know? If you want me to open up completely, you have to open up to me first. Okay. Um. I. And like looks back to see how far away the others are. <laughs> uh, did you wait, or like did you just start creeping ahead? It's probably been like not long, maybe a minute. If it's been a minute. We can start moving forward. Yeah. 
they're they're coming in. Um, uh, sees it and just like hurriedly says to the the, the glowing face and just like, all right, I, I've never told anybody this, so please keep this a secret. But I um. I have a nurse. His name is Roger Thompson, and I'm super attracted to him, except my mom bought him to be my friend, and I really don't feel very comfortable about that fact. Um, so how do I... I don't know how to really reconcile the fact that, like, he's really pretty, but also bought to be my friend. That's definitely complicated. I'm sorry that you're going through that. It seems like a, something that maybe you should have a discussion with your mother about. No. Well, that's really up to you, I suppose. You don't understand. Uh... Victoria Highland was drunk one time and literally said over the phone that she wished she'd never had a child. I'm sorry, that was not her exact words. Her exact words were, I wish that deadbeat bum had never convinced me to have this child. Oh. I suppose you're not talking to the deadbeat bum, huh? I, I, I don't don't know if I da my dad is alive or anything. He could just be dead. Wow. Literal deadbeat. And you're you're all getting the tail end of this conversation, hearing about uh, Akihiko's dad. Well, I'm I'm really sorry to hear that, and I really appreciate you opening up to me. You know, everybody always just demands that I, I go through here, and they're always just so so cruel and callous. You know, it's not easy being a, a secret magical door. Everybody just thinks their job is easy, but like you just try opening up to every person you meet. You know. Um, I'm not very good at opening up to people, and I'm sorry if I, this offends you, but you don't seem like a normal person, so it's a little easier. Well, you know, I just got one of those faces. Yeah, you really do. It's a nice face. Um, what's your name? No, I don't have one. Nobody bothered giving me one. Do you want a name? Absolutely. Um, your, your name now is Sakamoto. Sakamoto. I like it. Great. Um, do you want to be friends? Yeah, if you want to come by every so often. You know, I don't really hang out with uh, many people. There's a few rats who come in here, but usually it's just to try to chew on me. Uh, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it gets really lonely in here. Are you delicious? <laughs> don't, don't chew on me, please. I'm not, I'm, I just, I, this is a question for science or arcanery. And Dan Dan Noodles is walking up beside you, loops through your legs a little bit, comes up to the door, and just starts licking it. Please do not lick my friend. No, stop. Stop. No. <laughs> you can't do that. Stop. No. Just pulls, pulls Dan Dan back. <laughs> the door opens up. It's like, get the dog away from me. I'll take Dan Dan away. Bye, Sakamoto. I I'll try and come back. You seem really cool. I appreciate it. Ask Dan Dan if the door was delicious. Uh, actually, we'll, like, once out of earshot of the door, we'll, like, ask it be... Was, was Sakamoto delicious? Yeah! Okay, hold on a sec. I love chewing on wooden things! Wait, it was wood? I don't know. You are so helpful, buddy. So helpful. I'm being good? The goodest. <laughs> no, doesn't understand Starcast. Dripping with disdain. <laughs> It's just tail is just wagging and creating like a little a little wind just going up behind it as it's just start trotting along. Its tail is held up high. You're walking further into this cave and you see more and more now. These egg clusters are becoming a lot more prevalent. 
you see that there is a growth that's going along the walls and it's, it seems to be like just coating things. It doesn't coat the floor so much. It just seems to be sticking to the walls, especially where there's a lot of moisture that's building up. You, you aren't seeing much of anything in here other than that until you finally round the corner. You see in one of the corners, there is this large worm maggot looking thing and it's just slowly inching its way across and everywhere it's going it's leaving like that growth and and then it'll just starts growling at it has it noticed us it doesn't it seem to bother with you it, it does notice you but it doesn't seem to care signs of, of peoples uh you're not seeing any um signs other than like the the trail that you're following well, um, looks at the group and says, I would prefer to just leave the yeah the worm to its business. Yeah, for sure. So we don't have to fight it. We don't have to, we shouldn't fight it. It's sick. It's gross. Yes. I don't want to touch it, but also, like, sometimes things can just be left alone. People just need to learn to mind their own business. <laughs> <laughs> not my cave. Not my problem. <laughs> True story. So it's just more or less more of the same as you're you're going along through here the cave just like you see like drips are going down from the top until finally as you come through around this loop you see there is uh, the whole entrance to this next part is covered in these egg sacs. Oh. <laughs> oh boy. Oh no. Oh. I don't like that. Everything about this this looks awful. Do they look, like, ready to hatch? Some of them, for sure. Some of them, not so much. Seems to be uh, a mixture. There's more of this growth that's, like, on the ground, on the walls, the ceiling. And it seems the growth seems to be, like, tying them together. Oh, that just beautiful. Um, so gorgeous. So do we want to sneak around them or destroy them? Is it possible to get over them without, like... You could, like, push yourself through it. Mm, could we parkour? Uh, parkour! It, it's like, parkour. Mo it's like think of it like it's like a wall of this stuff. Ooh, that is absolutely a no, ma'am. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yes. We ought to do something. Um, Akihiko's just going to take out the pole and just kind of using one end is going to start like looking for ones that don't look ready to hatch necessarily mm -hmm. and hit those to kind of clear a path. Or actually, can he just like push the eggs aside uh, with his staff or does he, does he need to like bash them? Make me like an athletics as you're you're really having to kind of maneuver things around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maneuver the egg wall. Ooh. Athletics is <clears throat> a seventeen. So you're you're moving the eggs, trying not to burst too many. Like every so often one or two of them are like popping mm -hmm. as there's just like just guts and everything moving around, but you do grossly cut out like a, a people-sized hole for you to, to walk through. Akihiko takes a deep breath, exhales, and just 
bolts through as fast as possible. Ew, 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 the squish of, like, his bare feet against uh, the, the stuff underneath. There's, like, ugh. Um, get to the other side. And I follow. Yep. In here, you see there is a person. They have a green cloak on. This, like, scraggly hair that looks just greasy. There are boils all on their body that are moving and squirming. They turn towards you. There's a few that are looking like they're ready to burst on their face. Their eyes are welling up. These tears are falling. Help me. Do you, murder? Do we need to murder you? I think because... really, the, really the only way to help is death. Don't kill me! Help me! Help me, okay, please! So like, I'm not very good at Nisla, can he be reversed from this? Um, can I do a medicine check from very far away? Yep. Um, and that is going to be a 24. Nice! You're unfortunately looking at this as you don't want to, but you're you're trying to take a look. You feel bad. You see, like, there are so many groups of these spiders underneath this person's skin. Oh. They are, and they move too. Like the 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 boils, mm. they'll move around the body, and some of them, like slowly, it just like breaks and bursts. It's like spiders are coming out of them, and they're, they're mm-hmm. bleeding. And you see, it probably is possible to deal with this, but it's gonna take a a lot. You're definitely like this is this is gonna be like. More than just sitting down for a couple minutes and helping a person, you know? Like, this is going to be, like, a, a week-long thing, them going to a hospital, seeing a doctor, that kind of thing. Yeah, let's, uh, let's get you back to the town, buddy. Um, and some nice doctors there will will help you. Akihiko puts up the staff between his friends and the, and the, and the, the, the creature before us. Why are you here? When, when the skeletons arrived... Someone did something to me. I felt this piercing in the back of my neck. And you see behind, it's like this black glob is in the back of their neck. It's horrifically infected. It hurt so much. And then I I couldn't think. I just, everything was telling me to come to this cave. Okay. Can you walk? Again, but they don't want me to leave. I hear them. I hear them whispering. And Akihiko just like shivering, looks up, down, all around. Yeah. Who's they? And there, there are some spiders in this room. There are these large, like growths that are moving. Like tentacles are hooked up to the ceiling, and like they're they're shuddering and shivering as spiders are pouring out of them. They want you all to join them. No. No. Yeah, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, Rocky will say, "Why don't can you talk to them? Tell them fuck you." <laughs> okay. And you see, they concentrate for a moment, and then their eyes shoot open, completely covered in black. You will join us. And then everyone roll <laughs> me initiative as every yep. one of these boils explode. Oh! Ah! Oh. Ah! That's a no, ma'am. Oh, Jesus uh. Christ. <laughs> I got a nine. That's a 14 for me. It's a nine for me, too. 
And I'm for me too, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least we don't have to spend a week popping that guy's boils, because they're already popped now. You mean someone else would have spent a week popping that guy's <laughs> But we are heroes. We are not. <laughs> there is one person who's like, into it. like oh hell yeah yeah bring that person into town oh dr pimple poppers here yeah <laughs> they're like bringing it so we are leading off with the swarm as these spiders just start pouring out of things they're pouring out of this poor captain of the guard kirk and all these other spiders are crawling on the crystals and they're swarming towards all of you so the swarms just pour out of this poor soul as they're moving together, just this giant mass, and they rush towards Dan Dan Noodles. Other spiders are rushing towards all of you. We are having uh, one spider is making two attacks at Akihiko, one is only making one, and another is making two attacks at Nisla. And then the swarm is attacking the dog. No! Uh, Akihiko, what is your AC? 19. So all these spiders are swarming towards you as you're you're just batting them away, not wanting these things to touch you. Nisla, the one spider like near you, jumps towards you. One of the bites just like latches onto your leg. The other one you manage to you know keep it away. I open the parasol, <laughs> and it bounces off. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's really gonna happen. Okay, so I just can't roll to hit a dog, uh, which is fine. Uh, so <laughs> it is just one. Uh, he's, look at all those attacks I did. I got one hit. So uh, one hit Nisla. So Nisla, please make me a fortitude saving throw, DC 14. Uh, that is a 16. All right. So you are resisting the poison. And you take three points of damage as one of these things just bites down right onto you. Kirk just falls down to the ground, screaming in pain. And it goes uh, to Nisla's turn. I would like to take my first action to pull out the alchemist's fire that I got earlier and chuck it at the swarm of spiders. Nice. Mm. Um, and to hit, that is a dirty 20. That's a hit. So they will take 1d8 fire damage and one persistent fire damage and one fire splash damage. Um, and that is going to be six fire damage. So the fire hits these things as they shriek out, and you can hear the sizzling and popping of these spiders in the swarm as they're all just moving in this mass. They seem to be just like erratic from the fire, and I believe you still have two actions. No, it was an action to pull out the oh, okay. alchemist flask, and then an action to throw it. I am not an alchemist, so I do not have quick bomber. Uh, uh, Akika's going to ask you to like move over or backwards because uh, he has a thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I will spend my last action to move and sort of take some steps over this way when it gets far enough away. So you're squishing on some eggs and you quickly get out of the way of these spiders mm -hmm. and we go to the dog. So the dog is growling and barking and there's fire and swarm in front of it. It grabs its sword on its back and pulls it out and goes in for a swing. Move out of the way, Dan Dan, when you're done. <laughs> Just borks <laughs> while holding something. So it swings at the swarm, but the swarm just seems to move around where its sword goes as it clangs down on the ground and it 
makes a little yelp as it quickly tries to get out of the way. And it goes uh, from the dog's go to Morgan and Akiko. You want me to go first so I can get out of the way? Uh, you you do go first. I'm an eight. You're a nine. Oh, no, I am a nine, but you have a higher initiative, so you should go first. Okay, so I'm going to move behind the spider that is attacking Akihiko, and we are going to go straight into a key strike. Inside the key strike, we're going to do a flurry of blows. Nice. Twelve. A twelve is a miss. Even with flanking? Yeah. Hmm. Fifteen. Fifteen is a hit. Eight damage. So you bring this, you know, like you, you go in for one hit, it's a miss, you go in for the other one, you kick it in the back, and the spider just erupts as like its abdomen, thorax, uh, just explodes everywhere as you kill the spider. Lovely. Excellent. And it goes to Akihiko. So Akihiko is going to, I think the dog is far enough, um, is going to swing out the staff and is going to use his last spell slot uh, and uh, his newly picked up feet, which is expansive spell strike, to use burning hands with his spell strike. So first and foremost, we have to attack this creature in front of me. Mm, that is a 26 to hit. Mmm. Uh, so does that hit just the swarm, or are you hitting like the just the one in front of you? I'm hitting the, the one in front of me. All right, that's critical. Nice. Lovely. Eight points of bludgeoning damage, and then 18 points of fire damage for everyone else. <laughs> as just uh, as Akiko like is swinging the staff around, brings it down over his head, and. When the staff connects with the spider, a just cone of fire erupts outward, engulfing the swarm, and the other little guy appeared. Oh, nice. So, you just incinerate the two spiders as they shriek and pop and hiss, and the swarm just seems to get even more aggravated. Uh, before, it was like this, this blackish color of all these spiders, and now this fire is just like radiating through them, and they're all starting to turn a crimson red. Ooh, don't like that at all, and is going to uh, swing his staff into the cascade as like a fiery hellcat uh, overtakes him. And that is his turn. Nice. It goes to the spider swarm. So the spider swarm is furious. You just killed its children. It rushes towards you. All these like little glowing spiders all over it. So uh, 19 for the first Will hit. Just hit. Nine for the second. Will critically fail. It's last one. I need you to make me a reflex saving throw. DC, 15. Nope, I'm not going to make it. It's 11. All right, so uh, <clears throat> the first hit is going to... Four. I need you to make me a, a fortitude saving throw, DC, 14. Mm -hmm. Much better. Uh, 23. 
So you take nine points of damage as a bunch of these spiders are swarming on you, biting at you, ripping at you, and then they start vibrating and glowing as uh, like they go in for the other hit, and like some of them are just like literally jumping on, biting themselves, as like you see, like it's it's hurting itself while it's doing this, and the spiders start vibrating, heating up, and it's like it's absorbing the fire from the alchemist fire, it's absorbing everything into it as they just makes this little pinpoint and then it erupts around them. Your reflex saving throw wasn't enough. No. Spiders cast self-destruct. It was super effective. You are taking mm. seven points of damage of fire damage. And the, the spiders are still swarming there, but they go back to just being a black color. Ooh, 10 out of 26, y'all. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> And then it goes from there, go to Nissa. I am going to spend my first action to devise a stratagem. 24, but I will attack in just a moment. Mm -hmm. First actual action to step. So I'm within five feet of Akihiko. Second action to battle medicine Akihiko. Thank you. <laughs> For I just made the, the, the regular DC, the 15. Oof. So you heal... You heal eight. Great. Good heal. And then I will spend my last action to shoot the swarm. Dang. Are they immune to precision damage? No, they're not. Cool. Um, so that is going to be five damage from the gun. You fire away and like you, you blast a bunch of these little spiders and like it just keeps on like uh, going into itself. You see more spiders are like pouring into it. And they just seem to almost they're like cannibalizing uh, like the new spiders that are coming in as they're, they're moving around. And it goes from Nisla to the dog. Bork, borkin, borkin along to flank with Akihiko. Just not my day today for rolling anything. Oh, there we go. Hey! So they bring their sword down as they're, they're growling and barking, trying to hit this damn thing. <clears throat> as they just like cut through uh, swathy spiders. And you do see now that like more of these spiders are being cleared out. There is a larger one in the center. And it seems like it's the one that's been like, you see the spiders are killing new spiders outside of it and they're bringing it to the center ones. The center one is eating them. Hmm. Don't love that. Hmm. Cannibalism. Hey, full circle. <laughs> Look at that. See, oh. we are so good at themes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we we know how to write a high school English paper. <laughs> and we go to Morgan. Okay. Uh so first action is moving. Uh all right, so we're standing side by side with Akihiko and I am going to use my second action to go into tiger stance and we're going to roll for attacking. 24. Shit yeah. Nice. That's an 8. Alright. You slash and, and you manage to actually get through a number of these spiders and you hit the spider in the center and it just starts like bleeding outwards and some of the other spiders are freaking out and they're actually starting to swarm onto that open wound hungrily. And it goes to Akihiko. The 
hellion fire cat around me kind of roars out as I cast Gouging Claw Spell Strike. Oh, wait, no, I cannot. I'm going to have to get some, like, classic tiger sounds and all that. Yeah. Um, actually, his first action um, will be to first channel for a second, um, letting the, the Hellcat kind of do that, like, thing that all cats do, which is the mm. the the butt bumper of, like, yeah. I'm calibrating attack. The, the spectral cat and him just, like, calibrating, calibrating to get back his spell strike, and then we'll spell strike. That is a 22 to hit. That is. Nine points of bludgeoning damage, one point of fire damage, and then we're going to roll for gouging claw. Eight points of slashing damage. You bring this down and just engulf this one in fire. As it shrieks out and all the others are just jumping on it and they start glowing and they just rip apart this queen in the center and just consuming it as it shrieks out it's flailing it's kicking and you've defeated my spider puzzle yes cannibalism cannibalism it did save the day it's all about cannibalism at the end of the day we still don't condone it uh don't do it but you know what if your enemy wants to do it to themselves totally 100 get into it yeah where are you gonna stop him? So you you look over and the the person like they give their last little breath as they their their body shudders and Gate Captain Kirk dies on the ground. Yes, we gotta pull out those chompers. I got it. And Akiko holds up uh, the arm with the that has the kimono on it, and you kind of just start seeing wriggling from the sleeve. Until out pops the head of a white-furred monkey. Uh, because I took the witch archetype as my free archetype, and I get a free familiar. Oh, nice. Hey. The monkey kind of, like, pops out of the kimono and just crawls up to Akihiko's shoulder. And he just kind of looks at it, beaming like a child. Uh, he says, <laughs> hi, Gordon. As we both go over to extract the teeth from his mouth. With a sickening squelch, you pull them out, and more like spiders just crawl out of them as you're, you're kind of like swatting mm-hmm. them away. Uh, you do see there are some things on them that look like they're they're quite useful. He will have Gordon go grab those things from the spiders and let Gordon feast upon them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like every so often picking up spiders while it's picking up things, and Gordon comes back like you know just stripping this person of, of all their goods, uh, you know, in their in their final moments. And bringing back, there is a plus one longsword. There is a masterwork studded leather armor. It's individual. Ooh. And there's also a water gun. Now you're thinking to yourself, what am I going to do with a water gun? This is a magic water gun. We're playing magic games. You can put any liquid that you have on you, be it a potion, be it acid, alchemist fire, anything like that, and fire it out of the water gun, the range of 60 feet. Um, Akiko picks up the gun and starts twirling it and then, like, puts the... What is the hilt of a gun called? (laughs) 
I don't know anything about guns. I don't know. Just uh, like, like puts like obviously he's holding the barrel the and holds it out to Nisla, the handle of the gun, and just like, do you want to be Anna from Overwatch? I mean, I might as well. <laughs> uh, and gives the magic water gun to Nisla. You can at least load up all the healing potions in this. <laughs> Let me see something about that. Just do the thing where you just shoot it into your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> just walking along. I'm just saying, this is an excellent opportunity for fan art to show Nisla squirting people with healing potion <laughs> from across the room. Shoots them in their yeah. eye, like, technically it works. <laughs> <laughs> this is just more direct into your bloodstream. <laughs> yeah, so... um Both Nissel and I can wear the studded leather. I'm assuming you're not wearing any leather, Morrigan. I am trained in light leather and light light armor. There we go. Uh, But it is a detriment to me to wear it. Hmm. I mean, if you want to take the studded leather, go for it. Because I don't have the strength for it, and I take the penalty. Gotcha. Um, Then. So that's why I just have regular leather. Then I will take studded leather masterwork armor. To you. Do we want to give the long sword to Dan Dan? Oh yeah, yeah. Takes out uh, the one sword from Dan Dan Scabbard and gives Dan Dan a new one. And they're excited. They they do like a little hop around. You gather these lovely chompers and make your way back to town. Just as you you're walking up the stairs, you see a very disheveled haunted looking loon and that's where we'll leave it oh my oh dear first skelly boys and now spiders escaping carcosa is brought to you by the ballad of the seven dice network follow us on twitter facebook and instagram by searching ballad of the seven dice Supporting our Patreon helps us pay for the show such as hosting, equipment, and additional content for you to enjoy. Our Patreon is Pay What You Want and contains behind-the-scenes updates, audio dramas, one-shots, and more. You can also head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Every review helps us fight against the horrors of the algorithm. Until next time, dear travelers, keep an eye out for the yellow sign. <laughs>